Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Call to Action podcast. Today is Friday, February 26th, and Eric, it's a beautiful day. The sun is shining, and we have a MAC football schedule. We are ready to go. It feels like football season just ended, but we're back, baby. Can't you? Can't we are. Keep us, you can't keep us out for long. Can't keep matching down for long. No, we just uh, we just released the schedule. We're dropping this. Uh, I don't know if you want to call it an emergency pod. It's not an emergency podcast. That's that's kind of minty, well, we, but we, it's we a had it planned out. Yeah. Breaking breaking news. Breaking news like podcast. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to have this ready for the people. Um, after releasing the schedule today. So this is coming to you kind of right. Maybe while you're, maybe while you're studying your team, seeing what games playing the schedule game, love that. Love the schedule game, right? Yeah. yeah. I would, I would love, love to play the schedule game with some of our fans. See, see what I mean. I'm looking, I'm looking at our schedule and I see every team. uh, I I guess they can't all go 12 and 0. I guess that can't happen, but (laughs) non-conference, non-conference. I see nothing but wins. Could you imagine having, uh, yeah, everybody's sick or uh, what is it, six and six at the end of the year, and we'll just break everybody's ties? Uh, no, thank you. I don't <laughs> want to do that. Uh, but yeah, we, we, you know, the schedule just dropped. It's exciting. It's, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of people circle this. They want to see, they want to plan out their fall, and not only that, but they just want to start talking football again. And uh, so did we. So, uh, you know, that's why we're here and, and bringing you this and our only show of the week anyway, but we thought that it would be a, a good one to uh, drop a drop a little football schedule pod. So um, later in the show, we have Bob Generelli joining us. He's our deputy commissioner and uh, football scheduling czar. He does uh, kind of moves everything around and, and works with everyone. So we'll be hearing from him in a bit. But yeah, go, go ahead, Eric. No, I was just, I was looking at the schedule. You did, literally just sent it to me uh, last night. So I got a little preview of it and looking at it. I don't know. This is kind of the most exciting schedule I've seen since I've been here. I don't know about you, you know, coming really? up. Um, yeah. Well, coming off of, of last year, kind of, I, I was fulfilled, but not fully fulfilled. I would say last year without the non-conference season and just seeing those non-conference games on the schedule, those big names, those big teams. I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see what our teams can do. Yeah, no doubt. Um, some, some of the highlights that at least I found here, you know, we, when looking through it, uh, three of our schools will, will host uh, non-conference games versus bowl teams from last season, and including in that, included in that, I should say, is San Jose State, uh, the um, Mountain West champion, uh, Army, which obviously you, you know as well as anyone is near and dear to my heart because my father went to West Point, uh, and they're at you know they're at Ball State. Uh, I should have mentioned San Jose State's at Western Michigan, and then Coastal Carolina, who you know kind of took the college football world by storm last year and they're going to our runner up in in buffalo so um those are those are three uh, exciting games um you know from non-conference and from bowl teams last year that that i noticed uh what what kind of things if with you looking at the schedule at least from a non-conference perspective uh kind of you know caught your eye yeah well you know i always love the the big time names when when we come up against against those guys um we're gonna sure. play we're going to face seven non-conference people that finished in the, in the top 25 last season. And, and for me, I mean, Kent state's playing two of them, which is, which is interesting for me. Um, Obviously Sean Lewis wants to go out and schedule the best. He's got Texas A&M on September 4th. And then the game I'm really looking forward to is Kent state at Iowa, September 18th. I love the wave, man. It's all about the wave. Uh, 
one of the best traditions, one, no yep. doubt, is is the wave at Iowa. Um, that's a game, obviously. Uh, that that is circled of, of these seven games. Okay, so I'm going to go through them real quick. Yeah, go um, ahead. Yep, yep. Like you mentioned, Kent State. I won't give the dates here, but Kent State at Texas A&M, Miami at Cincinnati, Toledo at Notre Dame, Coastal Carolina at Buffalo, Kent State at Iowa, San Jose State at Western Michigan, Akron at Ohio State. Take those seven games. Where do you want to be standing on the sideline the most? Pick one game out of that. Oh, wow. Wow, that's tough. It's easy. Do you want me to go first? Because I already have mine. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I think for me, it's got to be uh, Toledo at Notre Dame. I've never been to Notre Dame. It's obviously a cathedral of football. Um, Toledo, very good. I think, you know, just, just being on the field for that game, as, as I look at it, is is one. Um, I only say that to uh, my cousin, as you know, played it. I, I mean, I've been to Iowa. Kent yeah. State, Iowa would probably be second in that mix for me. But um, Toledo at Notre Dame is, is when I look at that, it, it just – I'm like, well, I wish I could be on the field for that one. Yeah, no, no. Quick story about that, actually. I've actually been in Notre Dame Stadium, but not for a game. So uh, my my dad's cousin actually went to Notre Dame and got married in the cathedral that I was at. Um, And then the reception was at the football stadium. So we got to got to party in the football stadium. And it was it was awesome. Yeah, it was it was one of the best. Quick quick story there, but uh, yeah. No, that's great. That's sweet. I'm, I'm trying to think. Um, I don't know, man. Obviously, I'm a big Ohio State fan. My family's huge mm. from Ohio State, so mm. I mean, obviously, you want to be in the horseshoe as much as possible. But uh, I would say, other than that, I would say Coastal Carolina at Buffalo. I would okay. like to be at just just because that. Yeah. Then we could go get some Elmo's wings after too. <laughs> love love that love that idea we may have to make that happen uh for sure um you know that's a game it's an interesting choice out of you because it's not going to the non-conference it's going to one of our home stadiums but you did throw <laughs> elmos in there which is clearly yeah. a, a big draw um and and you know when you talk and you know in the open when we were talking about uh, like western ball state and buffalo hosting bowl teams that is special. It, it is a good pick for you because I think our fans, let's knock on wood that we're, we're back in these stadiums, um, will come out for these games, you know, to, to see a Mountain West champ, to see Army. Army's a big pull no matter mm-hmm. when they're playing. It just it just is. And Coastal Carolina coming to Buffalo. So, you know, the more I sit back and think about it, you know, I, th- I think that stadium and the season that Buffalo just had that they're coming off of that, that will be a very exciting game and, and a good pick out of you. So, Thanks. you know, I, yeah, I, I put you on the spot there. Um, you know, the, the conference we typically play the most and we will again this year is the big 10 with 11 uh, total games. I won't read all those off to you, yep. but um, you know, 11 total non-conference games uh, will feature a big 10 opponent. Um, yeah. You know, we, we kind of cover them all. Yeah, some great games in there as well. I mean, obviously, uh, not the ranked ones that we'll mention, but obviously uh, Bowling Green going to Minnesota, reuniting with uh, P.J. Fleck, uh, once yeah. MAC champion. So, um, and a couple of great games in there as well. As soon as I saw that Bowling Green and Minnesota game, it took me back to, and let's not forget how old I am, but um, <laughs> when when I went to BG, when college game day was at BG, and when oh, PJ yeah. Fleck was playing for NIU, and you know, and, and it just, I looked at that game, I'm like, oh, Bowling Green, Minnesota, yeah, 
and and coach Fleck, you know, he's, he's great. Uh, had, had him in the conference and obviously everyone knows that's listening to this did huge things at Western Michigan. So yeah, that's, that's a good one. Um, I, I mean, yeah, looking at these, it's, I can't wait to watch all these. And it's like every week we got, we have one big 10 Mac game on the fourth with Western Michigan and Michigan. Then we have four on September 11th. We have a couple on the 18th and then another four on the 25th. So every, every weekend, those first four weeks, we're going to be playing a a big 10 team, which is always exciting because, um, you know, we, we, we've had at least a couple of wins. We're, we've yeah. flown the flag against those big 10 teams. So, Absolutely. uh, yeah, I see some wins there as I look at that. I'm not going to name which one. I don't want to put any <laughs> pressure on it, but I, I yeah, see some wins. Yeah. Absolutely. No, me too. And then, uh, coming up September 25th, we start conference play, man. Beautiful opening yeah. night game with Toledo at the defending champion ball state. Yep. It'll be and great. That- I mean, the fact that it's on a Saturday, um, and, and one of our highlighted games and the only conference game that night. And it's a good one. It's a really good one um, with the defending champs and, and Toledo um, who, you know, brings it every year. So that will, that'll be a really good start to, to conference play. But I think what everyone, you know, when they come look at the max schedule, the first thing they look at maybe these days is when are we playing our midweek games and uh we we are back with midweek football on tuesday november 2nd uh we'll open that night uh with three games but the you know obviously the highlight game of that is the battle of the bricks um miami ohio they didn't get to play last year um and so you know rivalry renewed they some might say and uh you know that's a great game um to kind of highlight that that night and then the next night we got central michigan and western michigan for the battle for the cannon i was gonna say doesn't it seem so long ago when we were in uh peden stadium for the 150th anniversary game oh it feels, feels like 150 feels like, years this is the first this this is the first miami at ohio game we've had since then it's just crazy i know yeah, it, it feels like there it seriously have been 150 years in between that uh, <laughs> with what we've all gone through. But yeah, that we we were at the last one. We might yeah. we may have to be back at this one. I would love to. I would love to. I can't wait. I mean, si- we'll, let's step away from the schedule. I can't wait for that. I mean, even mm-hmm. going to our championship game. I know we got to experience championship game, but we didn't do the normal stuff we do. And I just can't wait to go on a Saturday. I know we talk a lot about how we're in the control center. We're keeping track of all the games we do, but I just, I mean, even if it's a couple of games this year, I can't wait to just go and yeah. be on a campus and, and be part of that um, experience once again. Oh man. Even one of my favorite parts is just getting in that command center and watching the games with you guys. And so even, uh, even if we get to do that for a, a couple of non-conference weekends this year and some, some action nights, I'm, I'm there. It's, it's always good time. Yeah. Six weeks left us, feeling a little empty last year i'm not gonna lie absolutely and uh and and just think of all those awesome moments i mean as you as you kind of think about even those six weeks whether it's Jarrett, you know with his monster game or the ending to the ball state western michigan game or i mean you know it's maction is maction and uh there's always something that the the western michigan comeback over toledo i mean we had some huge moments in just six weeks last year so yeah that's why i'm excited to when we're looking at this um you know i mean there's there's going to be moments i see a lot of moments in the schedule 
Yep, absolutely. And then culminating with the with the Rocket Mortgage Mac football championship game on uh, Saturday, December 4th as well. Hopefully, actually, I mean, we skipped over the, the rematch game, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. No, but, we, we have we will highlight here. Um, well, I'll let you highlight kind of some of we talked about those two rivalry games oh, on yeah. November 2nd. Why don't you go over kind of some of those other rivalry games? Yeah, sure. Uh, Ball State, Northern Illinois battle for the bronze stock. Always, always a good one. The best best trophy in the MAC, possibly. Well, Is it? I do love Is that it? trophy. It's I up there with the wagon it. wheel for sure. I don't know. I do love the stock. <laughs> uh, so that that's happening on Wednesday, uh, November 10th, uh, as long as well as the uh Battle of I-75, Toledo at Bowling Green. Um, we'll have the always. wagon wheel on. What? Go ahead. You want to say? No, always, I was just oh, going to say always. I mean, Toledo at BG, always a, a great rivalry yeah. game. Yeah, go yep. ahead. And then Kent State at Akron on November 20th for the wagon wheel. And then uh, finally, we have uh, November 23rd, Buffalo at Ball State, rematch of the championship game. So that'll, that'll be a good one. Both teams bringing a lot Incredible. of people back, uh, a lot of good new recruits coming in for both sides. So I'm excited for that one. Yeah, always like looking forward. I, I that's one thing I always look to when you look at the schedules. Like, oh, do they do the this is the past championship? Like, yep. is that yep. replayed the next year? Because it doesn't always happen because there's only three crossovers uh, per year. But um, yeah, they're they're going to be rematched, like you said, on on uh, Tuesday night, November twenty third, right but right before Turkey Day. That, that should be, I think I don't I don't have a calendar out, but I'm guessing yeah. that that's Thanksgiving week. Yep. Uh, so yep. that would be fun. And like like you said, Saturday, December fourth, um, our football championship game, the Rocket Mortgage Mac football championship game. Um, no time on that yet, but we'll be once again at Ford Field in Detroit. What are you? Uh, are you a, are you a Saturday afternoon was, championship guy or a Friday Friday was, night championship? I was ju- I was just gonna ask. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't really have a preference. I like I like the Saturday and I like the Friday, but for different reasons. Uh, okay. I like I like just getting down there and having a game Friday night under the lights. It, it feels like a primetime matchup game. And I love that energy that it always brings. Um, but then the Saturday waking up and just feeling football's right there, college game day. It, it feels like a like a college atmosphere. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a preference. I guess I would I would say it gives us more time Friday night to prepare. But uh, Saturday morning uh, is fun as well. So how about you? Yeah, I, um, I, I just there's something about playing a game at night. For yeah, me. I agree. Um, I agree. I mean, I was gonna say under the lights, but we're in a, a dome and we're always under the lights. So I mean, what's that? No, I said under the lights too. So you're good. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's. I guess I've been part of more Friday night games in my time here than Saturday. But like you said, they both have advantages. I do like waking up and like, oh, here it's game day, yeah, and yeah. we're gonna get to football right at a time where you know people are enjoying their Saturday afternoons, turn on some action, uh, all that stuff. Um, but there, I, I guess I'd lean towards a Friday night uh, game. And uh, were you with the Mac? Had you just started when we went to a Lions? No, Lions no. Packers game. No, I've never been. No, we were at. Do you remember the game? We had a Friday night championship game and I don't know the year. Definitely don't know the year off the top of my head, but <laughs> We had a Friday game, and the Thursday before the game, the Lions hosted the Packers on nice. Thursday night football. 
and we went to the game. They let us go to the game and then the sideline. And it's the game that you always see the clip on Aaron Rodgers throwing the Hail Mary to yeah. beat the Lions. That was wow. the game. Wow. Yeah. And it was like, wow, that's incredible. I mean, we were like on the sidelines. We were yeah. just chilling. Yeah. Shut and up. uh yeah, I I I I just forget. I forget um, the year, but I, I know people know of that highlight of mm-hmm. Rogers just launching a Hail Mary and, and <laughs> I don't know who even caught the ball, but that's, I should probably know about my moments before I bring them up on the podcast. No, nah, that's okay. It, we'll, we'll fact check. All I know is Aaron Rodgers was Aaron Rodgers once again, and it was spectacular. <laughs> so what, what, um, I mean, I asked you about the non-conference game and then AP top 25 week. Uh, how about uh, of these rivalry games? Mm. What, what, what rivalry game you want to go see this year based on not only the rivalry, but maybe how the teams um, performed last year, or maybe there's a game that you've never seen and you would be like, Hey, I want to see this rivalry. You know, I've never been to uh, a battle of I 75 game, which I think would be great, especially with your history with it. I think it would be a a lot of fun uh, to go down there to, to BG. You know, Uh, I haven't been to many. (laughs) Really? I mean, well, what, uh, while I was a student uh, at BG, I went, mm-hmm. but uh, not even every, probably not even every year, probably just two years because of when BG was, ho- I never went to Toledo for the game. And then maybe I've gone to just like a small <laughs> handful since I've worked yeah. at the Mac. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a game that clearly the fans get behind with being, um, I don't know, what it, whatever it is, 25 miles uh, yeah. apart. Uh, it is a fun one, but you, you'd be surprised. I haven't been to as many as you mm-hmm. may think. I think that would be the one I would want to go to the most. How about you? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been to them all. Uh, yeah. Actually, the one I haven't been to is Ball State Northern. Uh, at least in my mind, uh, I, I don't believe I have. You get to hold the stock in your hands. Yeah, I mean, if I could, if I could see that trophy and have some time with it, that would, that would be spectacular. Um, <laughs> But, um, you know, what game I really, I mean, it'd be a repeat again. I've, I've gone back to lies. There's something about central Michigan, Western Michigan game. It's, it's fantastic. And I've been to both Kalamazoo for the game and Mount Pleasant. Mm -hmm. And I love that trophy too. I mean, don't discount the trophies, um, uh, on these games because that little cannon is awesome. (laughs) And, uh, they always have it, you know, like on display in the end zone area at both places they did like once maybe the fourth quarter starts and everything and i don't know i i i really that that game always seems to to yep. be one uh, you know if, if i'm going to a game and i'm just picking out of a hat and clearly toledo bg with me being a, I, i'm taking that out of the mix um of of the other ones i mean i mean they're all great we, we have some great mention, rivalries you did mention last week that your favorite spot to go is is waldo so since central yeah that's another thing yeah in in this in this year yeah it would be it would be probably my pick out of those um but yeah i'm i'm excited about them all i mean we didn't hit clearly on every every game that is uh being scheduled this year but i i just can't i can't wait to get into it um i i just can't so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting it's going to be um, action uh, on display, and um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. To get I am ready. 
So with that, let's uh, let's learn more about the schedule process uh, a little bit and bring on, like we said, Bob Generelli. Bob uh, has been with the conference uh, for quite some time. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Longer than you. And uh, yeah, longer than me. And and you know he just he he oversees this. And I know uh, he'll talk. He he's he's made many different versions of the <laughs> schedule this past year. Whether you know from from heading into last year with a 12 game to a six game, you know, and then this schedule. So he's going to talk a little bit about that process, about some of his favorite uh, moments and games and, and about the championship game, of course. So with that, let's hear from Bob Generelli. All right, everybody. Like we said, uh, you know, it's a it's a very exciting day, right, Eric? We're we're talking football once again uh, with the release of our football schedule. And who better to uh, bring on today than uh, Bob Generelli, our deputy commissioner, and we'll call him football scheduling czar, right? Aficionado. I Aficionado. Think yeah. Word as well. Bob, thanks for uh, coming on to talk a little football scheduling with us today. Um, what, what were uh, this year's challenges? And and let me say congrats on, first of all, getting a schedule. Yeah, it's always, you know, people say the happiest day of the year is Christmas. For me, it's the day the football schedule is released, which means life can somewhat return to normalcy. You know, this year was um, this year was actually pretty, um, um, pretty uneventful. We um, we did a lot of work in advance to try to even the schedule out up high in the first five weeks. We really only had two games outside of the, we had no games outside the first five weeks. Um, no games, uh, no non-conference games that spilled into mid to late October. So that makes things uh, somewhat easier from a standpoint of, uh, of getting in a good solid um, October of conference play on Saturdays and transitioning into the midweek. So, um, so all in all, I think the real challenges this year were the same ones you face every year, trying to make sure you, uh, you try to you accommodate schools, uh, protected date requests, whether it's for homecoming, family weekend, or they want to be on the road for a, for a fall break, and um, and then and then transitioning seamlessly into the midweek cycle without um, without violating parameters, whether it's short weeks, whether it's um, um, you know um, multiple road games, things like that. And I know it's all just written on paper right now. We still have to go out and play these games. But did COVID affect the scheduling uh, portion of this at all? Not talking about the games, but just the scheduling portion in itself. You know, it did, Eric. I think um, I think last year people are still trying to recover from what happened in the non-conference last year and what 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 happened to those non-conference games. I think that's still really a work in progress. So. We're living the schedule that was on the books for 2021 from a non-conference side. As a conference, we um, we determined that uh, when we played six games last year, we would play the um, we would play our 2020 schedule as uh, as on paper as it was as laid out on paper, and that we'd only play one crossover. So um, uh, and then we would move we would move off that and into the 2021. So. We'd flip the divisional games from a standpoint of home and road, and then we'd pick up the crossovers that were laid out for 2021. So, um, so COVID really didn't didn't affect this process. Now, in you know internally, was there some um, anxiety from some coaches and administrators about why didn't we just start from scratch since last year was sort of an anomaly? And you get past that. It wasn't it wasn't that big a deal. 
You know, I got to ask just how good did it feel to when this is all done that you see like 12 games, you know, per yeah. school, I mean, we're back. Right. So, you know, talk a little bit about um, just just that feeling from you. I mean, it's been a tough year for all of us. And, and the fact that we're looking ahead and, and doing all this um, and, and you see 12 games for everyone in non-conference and conference and all together. So it was a great feeling. I mean, seeing seeing us play starting September 2nd, you know, knock on wood. And, um, and then a championship game on December 4th. I think the biggest thing is I, I came to realization during the process in the last, since last January, January of 2020, this is probably my fifth football schedule I've done based on we did the original schedule last year. Then we revamped to no, no non-conference games where we're going to play an eight-game league schedule. Then we pulled the plug and we weren't playing at all. Then we were going to play a seven-game schedule. Then we played a six-game schedule. Now we're back to a 12-game schedule. So I feel like I've been in football scheduling mode since uh, for the last 13 months. So sure. it's uh, it's good to see a full schedule. It's good to see September games. Um, it's good to see some high-quality, high-profile non-conference games. Uh, we've got some good games coming in our building. I mean, you know, we've got Syracuse at Ohio, the opening Saturday. That's a great game. Um We've got the Mountain West champion, San Jose State, coming to uh, Western Michigan. Um, you know, Toledo going to Notre Dame, uh, another great game. Uh, Army at Ball State. Uh, so we've got some fun games on the schedule, and I'm excited to, you know, fingers crossed we're playing those games and, uh, and we're, not, we're not sitting around in September wondering if we can play those games. And I know I'm sure you've learned a few tricks of the trade, you know, going <laughs> through your fifth – I think you said it's your fifth – football schedule that you made in the last year yeah 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 so what, what no I mean but what's 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 the beginner's guide I guess what, what's the biggest thing people need to know about making a football schedule what's the most difficult thing or maybe some tips that you've learned uh, throughout the years um it's not as easy as it sounds um there are nuances to it um navigating the non-conference schedule within the conference structure is challenging you, you need to be patient there's always a fix it may not be obvious fix but there's always a fix um and um you stay true to the parameters because that that's what that's what guides the process we've got a pretty uh pretty detailed i would say probably the most detailed set of parameters of maybe the 10 fbs conferences uh and we have to because of midweek and um you got to stay true to those parameters because ultimately um that's going to guide you to the schedule and um, as I tell schools and institute and, and administrators and coaches, when I give them their schedules, um, as long as there's not a parameter violation, we can play. And I'm not telling you you have to like the schedule I'm giving you, but I am telling you you have to play the schedule I'm giving you because there are no because it fits the parameters that have been approved by the membership. Or we'd never have a schedule because people like to pick and choose, and they 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 like this, but they don't like that. And you know, as um. Commissioner Jacoby, Mac Hall of Famer, always told me, um, if you've got all if you've got all schools complaining to you, Bob, you've done your job because you shared the pain. <laughs> you know, we we talked in the open, and you just brought it up a little bit um, ago. You know, three uh, three of our teams will host bowl uh, teams from last yeah. season, like you mentioned, yeah. San Jose State coming to Kalamazoo. Uh, Army at Ball State, Coastal Carolina at Buffalo. Another good game. Yeah, um, you know, uh, some other highlights. You know, we play 11 uh, Big Ten opponents. We yep. have uh, seven of our games against 
final AP top 25. But I think the thing that we all have circled uh, once again is Tuesday, November 2nd. Yep. And, and the beginning, I think when people look at the schedule, right, they're going to be like, when, when does midweek football um, come back? And uh, we have a, a rivalry game that night, Miami to Ohio on that Tuesday. And then the Wednesday, Central Michigan and Western. This is kind of putting you on the spot. Uh, no, I'm not going to ask you what your favorite rivalry game is because I don't want to put you on the spot. But do you have a favorite rivalry game moment in the MAC that you've been a part of? Wow, that's a really good question. I would say it would probably be, and you you were probably in school at the time, Jeremy. If not, you've just left. It was BG Toledo on a, um, I think it was a Tuesday night before Thanksgiving in 04. Um, okay. 03 or 04, it was, it, I believe it went to OT, packed house. Um, fire marshal was turning people away because they were sitting in the aisles. It was, um, it was for, um, you know, it was for the, um, uh, at the time, um, we had UCF in the league. So Bowling Green was in the West. So it was for the West division title game went to overtime. I think Omar Jacobs was the quarterback for Bowling Green. Gradkowski was a quarterback for Toledo and it went to overtime and, and it was and the winner won the West. And it was our first year at Ford field for the Mac championship game. So, I, I mean, I remember being in the building and, and I remember, all the complaining about how midweek football, nobody wants to go to it. It We have nobody there. It kills the crowd. And there was over 24,000 people in Doy Perry and the fire marshals were turning people away because they were sitting in the aisles. That's uh, no, I was, I was, if it was Oh four, that's probably why I don't, I I was not there. Uh, That's the one year that I missed in the Mac of, of like, I think it was, I think it was Oh four. It was a Tuesday night before Thanksgiving. What's another, you know, we talked about the non-conference. We talked about midweek. What, what's another thing in your mind, just if there was one more thing that you uh, stands out, if you were to tell fans of the conference of, you know, something that maybe you're excited about when you look at the schedule. Um, you know, um, Saturday, September 25th, well, you know, Ball State defending their first MAC title in quite some time. And, um, and it kicks off our 75th football season. I think that's kind of that's special. And in today's world, you don't have a lot of conferences who can say they've been playing, they've been together and playing the sport for 75 years. And uh, I think it's an accomplishment to us as a conference, to our institutions and the commonality and the um, uh, between our 12 institutions and um, and how they, they their sh- the shared values and visions that they, that they all have. Um, I'm excited about it. I think, um, I think it'll be an interesting year. Uh, I think, it's going to be another max season. I mean, the, the, the line between first place and, uh, and sixth place in a division is so, so, so thin um, that it, it, it makes for this, it, it makes for a fun season. Um, you know, Ball State reeling off seven straight wins last year after opening up with a loss at Miami um, and doing what they did was, uh, was fun to watch. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, and, and especially it's fun when you got a guy like Mike new, who's, who's a Mac grad and coaching his alma mater. And it, and it, and it means that much more to it. So I, 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 I always like to, I always enjoy conference. Non-conference is fun because you like to beat up on people and win games. You, they tell you you're not supposed to win, but the league schedule is always fun because every week it's just, I mean, it's, it's, it, it's, it, you beat the heck out of each other and it's, and it's fun to watch. Yeah. 
And, and Eric, before you get to your question, just, uh, you know, you mentioned the championship game this past year, and that's another game circled, you know, Tuesday, November 23rd, Buffalo at Ball State. Yep, rematch. Um, that, that we have coming up. And, and again, I, what I'm excited before, Eric, you ask your question is just, you know, we, we only had two bowl games, but we played really well in those bowl games. And it, it adds to the excitement, I think, of, of the season that we're just coming off, although we had limited opportunities, that we were able to, um, you know, get those games, get those wins. And it, it's just with, with that happening and then with the schedule coming out, it, it definitely there's some excitement about the upcoming year. I think there's definitely carryover. I mean, we beat two really good football teams in our bowl yeah. opportunity. I mean, Marshall was um, not only we've got history with Marshall being a former member of the MAC, but um, you know, Marshall was runner-up in uh, Conference USA. They were ranked. They were ranked for several weeks during the season, um, and uh, they were a good football team. For Buffalo, go down there and do what they did in the Camellia Bowl and basically played them on six days. They they lost the championship game on a Friday night, and they were playing Christmas Day in Montgomery. Um, it was a great win for Buffalo in the conference. And then, gosh, for Ball State to do what they did against the San Jose team, San Jose State team that was ranked all year and just three weeks earlier um, pretty much dominated a, um, a good Boise State team. It's always, it's always fun to get those Ws because, um, you know, as, as, as the Ball State-San uh, Jose State game was going on and they jumped out so quick, I was uh, texting the commissioner. He was texting each other back and forth because, you know, he was at the game and he, He's talking about, you know, I, I wow, I, I, I can't believe we jumped out to such a lead so quickly. And I said, sure. well, I'm enjoying it because usually it's the other way around in bowl games. For us. <laughs> no, we talk about just having the culmination of the season. I know um, this year was a little bit different without fans, but hopefully next year by that time, we'll have people back in the stands in some capacity. Just talk about the, the culmination of the season ending in Detroit. Um, and, and what it's going to be like for our 25th um, MAC title game uh, in Detroit this year. Hopefully we'll have fans and it'll feel a lot. Last year, as you guys know, felt very surreal. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, you're playing the 65,000-seat stadium. There's nobody there but two teams and the people putting the game on. Uh, no bands, no cheer, no dance, nothing. And uh, piped-in ambient sound. So it felt very, very strange. Um, so hopefully we've, we've got two really good teams playing in Detroit and uh, we've got fans, we've got, and it feels like a college football game, but uh, Ford Field is an amazing place to do our championship game. I mean, we are the only, um, we are the only um, group of five non-autonomous uh, conference to have our game in a, at a neutral site and, and, and have now for since 2004. So this will be our, what, Jeremy, 18th game there. I think that's right. Yep. Yep. That's correct. So I think it's special for the kids. I think it's a student athlete experience that um, that's on a level when you say you're playing in the big 10 or the sec, ACC, big 12, pac 12, we're in a neutral site. We got a roof over our head. We're playing in an NFL facility and it's something these kids can, can remember for a lifetime. And especially if you win the thing and um, you're able to say, I want a Mac championship and all oh, I did it at Ford field um, in front of hopefully this year, some fans <laughs> and uh but the, the relationship with Ford Field is great. They're, they're unbelievable partners. And, uh, and then we get to go back just three weeks later and play in the Quick Lane Bowl with one of our schools. So, um, so Detroit's special for us in a lot of ways, uh, but the Ford Field relationship makes it even more special. 
Awesome. Well, Bob, we want to thank you once again for coming on, talking a little football schedule. It's an exciting day. A lot of people always waiting around. Uh, I know we, we always get texts and calls, you know, hey, we're planning this event or we, hey, I have a wedding and I can, can you tell me if they're playing? So all those questions uh, are now answered for a lot of people so they can plan their golf outings and weddings and everything and not have them on a day that we have a game. So um, yeah, thank, thanks for coming on and uh, can't wait for uh, this all to begin. Well, I'm excited. It, it just means we're moving forward and it's, it's always good to be able to talk about football. Absolutely. Thanks, Bob. You guys take care.